you And when I defang the viper Trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere Jeff, I already put you out I don't even know why you're out here right now Keep on talking Hey, hey, hey do me a favor Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting And you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group And Mustafa, you out here A boy of one man And I'm gonna tell you what you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz and with me as always is Devin. Devin, how we doing? I'm doing good, man. We just had a great in-depth discussion about animes we're watching, so we're, we're starting this session right. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good. Yo, yo, talking about some of the animes going on right now. At some point, we, we will start up another podcast, I'm yeah. sure, just to talk about anime, TV shows, all the stuff that we're into outside of wrestling. But uh, for now, this is a wrestling podcast, so we will keep it going with the wrestling talk. Um, we're going to start off actually with some news and notes about what's been going on in, in the wrestling world. A um, couple couple things actually hit hit the news uh, section here. Let me let me pull up my notes here on this. So NXT, um, there had been rumors about NXT moving to FS1 for a while, uh, basically to to be counter programming for AEW show that's going to be happening on Wednesdays. Starting October 2nd. Um, now, talks, I guess, fell through, or I don't know what happened, but basically it's not happening that NXT is going to FS1. However, uh, NXT sounds like it's going to be moving to the USA Network on Wednesdays. So instead of going to FS1, it'll go to USA, which, you know, just makes sense. You, know, you got Raw there, you got SmackDown there, at least for now. Um, so with that move, uh, what what do we think about that? Like, what do we think about? I mean, because I think we've talked about a little bit about the counter programming yeah. and how that would work. But you know, the move to USA in general, and then Vince McMahon. You know, the news there is that he may be possibly involved now. Uh, what what are your thoughts on on all that? What what do you think? Well, on the logistics of it, I think that makes sense because since SmackDown is you know going to be leaving soon in October, going to Fox, it only makes sense though know, since you know USA wanted to pick up another. Uh, product from WWE so you know let it be NXT and then it's going to be two hours and hopefully it be live I don't think they didn't work out the the details yet yeah. but uh, e either it's going to be live or take programming but it's going to be two hours so that's going to be good now what scares me what's going to be horrific is rumors or not even rumors that it, it's, it's going to happen soon is Vic McMahon is going to be putting his approval on this it's his fingerprints you know his DNA his oh my god yeah that's 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 what worries me because of what of the current product he does with raw and smackdown and now he wants his hands on nxt i know before on the podcast a few weeks ago you said on the earnings call he wanted to go and and develop with the young talent i think that's what he was talking about then getting with nxt uh personally i think that's a bad move just yeah. let just let Paul do his thing. And when I mean by Paul, Triple H. Yep. Just let him do his thing. He, he's been running that running that pro product smooth. Everything is, is going pitch perfect. We don't need any hiccups now. Not not Especially when it's going to a big network, USA. Yeah, man. I mean, I think on that earnings call, I don't know that he said that he wanted to work with the young talent. I thought it was more of like big picture. He wanted to step back and ah. not be in the weeds and focus more on like the storylines from a from a, a macro level versus being in the in the thick of it. Um, so that's that's what I had taken from from that in terms of the earnings call. But you know, regardless, I mean, with what we're talking about right now with NXT, like if he's going to be in the gorilla position or if he's going to be, you know, like having Triple H go to him for approval on storylines and moves that they're going to be doing. Yeah, that that does kind of make me a little bit nervous. But I, what, what I'll say is this, is that. You know, in 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 Paul, we trust. Okay, yes. like in Triple H, <laughs> I, I am putting full faith in him that as long as he's the person, him, Regal, um, the writing writing crew, writing staff uh, for NXT, as long as they're generating the storylines and it's coming from them first, 
then I think I'm I, I still feel good about it. It's one thing if it's if it's Vince's idea and like he's starting the idea, and then it's like okay, Triple H is maybe having to talk him out of doing certain things. Then I'd be a lot more nervous. But I feel like with with it being you know this is what I'm what I'm hoping. This is what I'm guessing because of what's going on with with Raw and with SmackDown with you know Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff respectively kind of being the the creative directors, if you will, or executive directors, if you will, those shows that. Triple H, especially Triple H, being all the all the time he spent with Vince and all of the cachet that he has with how successful and how popular that, that NXT is, that it'll still start with Triple H, with Regal, and with their current writing crew coming up with the storylines, and then maybe they have a powwow with Vince. Now, the thing that could happen is Vince says, oh, no, let's scrap this whole thing and rewrite the whole thing <laughs> that day, right? Like, that could happen, which, you know, fingers and, crossed. And that possibly could happen. You could say Triple H. You know what? I'm going to bring my own team. Oh, All right. Boy. No. <laughs> no. I want my own that, team. Over. I'm going to get rid of the NXT writers. We don't need them. It's big, big picture now, okay? Think about it. See, that that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, see, that and I I'll, I'll I don't I want to believe I I want to stay positive when it comes to NXT because that's the one shining light in the WWE that's like consistently been good it's the gold standard of all of wrestling and yes. so for, for me I would I'm, I'm fingers crossed that Vince McMahon sees the, the the success and that's part of the reason why I'm thinking he was even willing to put this on on uh on as counter programming to what they're doing in AEW is because he knows like hey this is kind of similar to what they're trying to do. So maybe we can beat them with our quote unquote developmental show. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's there, there's, there's method to the madness here. I'm going to put a little bit of faith in, in the, the, in trip. Well, a lot of faith in triple H, a little bit of faith in Vince McMahon that he'll be smart enough to see like, Hey, this thing is successful. It has a great fan following already. You know, the hardcore fans are dedicated. They're in it. They're going to show up. If you put that show, if you make it live, and you take it on the road, and you put it on USA Network, people are going to watch. If the ratings are struggling, that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because right now it's on WWE Network, so it's kind of a little bit different. You're not yep. having to deal with, okay, ratings and advertisements and things like that. So I get it from that standpoint that, you know, even though it's, it's successful in our eyes, in the hardcore fans' eyes, it's still kind of a thing where from a business perspective, there are other, you know, factors you know that that you got to make sure you're you're keeping an eye on. You know, so that's I think where Vince McMahon comes in because he has that keen business sense. You know, from that se- from that side, he's a genius. You know, he re- yeah. from a from a business standpoint. So you know, I think the team, the way it should go, the way I'm hoping it goes is from a creative standpoint. Let Triple H and his team and his crew just just roll. Let them let them run with it, and then for Vince, he can worry about advertising and and making sure that their 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 p's and q's are are checked in terms of uh you know whatever they have to do for usa to be happy basically you know the the timing the commercial breaks all that kind of stuff like how that's supposed to work you know that can go through vince and and hopefully that's it from a creative standpoint sure if he wants to put in a little bit more comedy or whatever because that's another one of vince's things it seems like just having watched him for so long um that's fine but but sometimes it's just hokey, though, man. It's like, yeah. and then the NXT crowd, or just the, just the NXT fan base. It's more adult. It's not. It's not like you know, the casual fan or just the WWE crowd or WWE universe. It's more family oriented. This is more, you know, uh, you know, teenager, adult oriented. So, well, and here's what I'll say about that, though, is that. If you look at this past NXT, you know, which was the pre-show, but it was this week's show, you had um, uh, Fan- uh, Breezango. Right. You know, you had Tyler Breeze and you had Fandango as a team kind of doing their whole shtick, right? Their, um, you know, their fashion thing and dancing and gyrating and all that stuff. And I feel like Vince loves that kind of stuff. Like, that that feels like a very, like, Vince McMahon type thing, especially the Fandango side of it, you know, so I think that it kind of is already being introduced a little bit or reintroduced a little bit into NXT mm-hmm. by having those guys there, so I think there's room, you're right, you're 100% right that the, the fan base is more adult and is more hardcore, for sure, 100%, um, but I do think with the right talent and and with the right decisions, you can put a little bit of that flavor in there, that goofy 
over-the-top comedy a little bit, as long as it's done in the right way. And I think they have the stars to do it. I think, uh, you know, Velveteen Dream can fit into that at sometimes, you know, with some of the comedy that he does. You know, I even think your boy, I mean, my boy too, but more your boy, uh, Adam Cole, you know, Bebe, I think he can fit into some of that too if done the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has the charisma to get that over. You know, I could see him getting into some interesting and some funny moments and segments with people and it working out and people totally, the NXT crowd buying it because it's him. So, um, you know, I, I, I want to stay positive with it. I do have that concern a little bit like you do, but I'm going to, I'm going to, wait to see it fail before I believe it will fail, you know, because this is NXT, man. Like, it's just so good right now. I have a hard time believing that they're just going to be like, oh, scrap everything and let's start over and Vince is going to be, you know, bringing his own team and, you know, Triple H is out and all. Like, I just... I, now, I, I have good reasons why I believe that. Of not, not, not scrap everything, but certain reasons why I worry about the NXT product being under Vince McMahon. Number one, when we saw NXT... Uh, rosters make their uh, debut in, oh, on yeah. the main roster. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'll go with the first one, EC3. That was a huge disaster. Yeah, huge disaster, man. And then, and now look at the Viking Raiders, man. It's like they're they're a joke. They're a joke. They're the every time experience. The every time Viking they go Raiders, out, yeah. every time they go out, it's like they get less and less of a response. Mm-hmm. It's like people are not feeling them, man. Okay, they're doing squash matches, but what else? That's all they do, and they breathe hard and yell, and and their promos is is yeah. is silly now. It's it's like, all right, man, this this what worries me right here, mm-hmm. and 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 I feel like all right, if 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 Vince McMahon is gonna come in and, and put his fingerprints on this, then I got every good reason why I need to be watching AEW instead. Yeah, if that. If that's the way it goes, where again this is this becomes Vince's playground, you know, and he's the one kind of to your point exactly what you just said about some of the call ups. If they decide to change everybody and and you know start just just messing with everyone's character and doing hokey things with everyone's entrance music, you know, adding in little sound effects where they don't need to, you know, like <laughs> things like, you know, Ricochet's thing, sound effect, just Beow. useless, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just things like that, then we got a problem. Absolutely. I could see that. Um, I just come from the standpoint of, one, I don't think, I, 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 even though they're saying he's going to be more involved, I still have a hard time believing he's really going to be involved like that from a, from a creative standpoint with NXT. Because I still think, even though it's going to be on television, that for the most part, they're still going to somewhat be developmental. And I don't know that Vince is going to take that much time to be to be that invested. If, if you're pulling yourself away from Raw and SmackDown, why then insert yourself more in NXT? Like I, I just that there's well, something there that doesn't really. Well, I think I think NXT is becoming more developmental now, man. It's it's literally a third brand now, and it's showing it. The reasons why now they pick now they're on a the big network. Now they go up two hours. You mean hours. less developmental then, right? Oh yeah, yeah, less developmental. Yeah. Now now they're on a the big network. Now they're going up two hours. Now you got some of the main rosters going back to NXT. So I, I think you know, and and the big picture is that this is literally a third brand now. Yeah, and gosh, I've wanted to, to to for that to happen for a long time because it just it it was it's been the best show that they've had going now for a long time. Yes, you know. So here's what I'll say is that there is some apprehension. We both kind of feel like, all right, you know, there's there's reason to be concerned. You are more on the side of, you know, you're maybe at a ten with your concern, whereas I'm I'm probably more at like. A, Five, probably, you know, because I'm going to I'm putting more faith in the fact that Vince is going to respect what Triple H has been doing. And it's going to start with Triple H and his team. And then it's like, hey, okay, this is what we're thinking. Cool. Then Vince will throw in, you know, a little bit here and there versus him just completely overhauling the show. Whereas with you, it seems like because of all the call ups, like he's going to get there and literally it's going to be like night and day. Like Not even the call ups, too. Like he hired. Eric Bischoff to run the creative side of SmackDown, but yet we're getting reports of him coming in and literally rewriting the whole show hours before it come go online. 
See, that's yeah. what worries me. Will, will but, you, but Bischoff, can you actually though, do that with NXT? Like, see, will you I don't do think that he will. Paul? I don't think he will because you know, with we we hadn't heard, and you know, we're not you know super inside. We just hear whatever they release, right. whatever they say out there, right? So this is the first time where I've heard them saying, "Hey, shows are getting completely rewritten." Like the day of when it came to SmackDown, you know, and and since the Eric Bischoff thing happened, um, I don't think prior to that with Triple H being in gorilla position, but you know, there at Raw, that any reports had come out with this happening, and and definitely not like two weeks in a row because it was I feel like it was like two weeks in a row now that they've said this about SmackDown that that Vince has come in and completely wanted to overhaul or completely rewritten the show from scratch like hours before, um, so. I think this is a little bit of a different scenario in that Bischoff, you know, having come in, not really being a part of, like, he came in late. Like Paul Heyman was there, right, for, he had been there because of Brock, and he had been backstage and helping talent, and you can see in some of the documentaries, like, he's always there, with the, you know, at WrestleManias, at, at different pay-per-views, just talking to Becky Lynch, and you see him talking to Ronda Rousey, and there are two documentaries that they put out recently on yep. the network, and so I feel like with Paul, it's been like, okay, he, it, it just maybe has more cachet, you know, because he's been around more with Vince, that Vince is maybe not really feeling like, it, maybe Vince trusts Paul more in the stories that he's putting out on Raw. Whereas with SmackDown, Bischoff has not really been around. It took him a while to get there. We all thought Bischoff had his imprint on one show, and as a matter of fact, he actually hadn't had his imprint on it yet. Um, and then he needed to catch up because he was on vacation, I think, with his family, and yep. so there was all that going on. Um, so I think there's more I can I can actually see why Vince maybe wanted to jump in and rewrite those shows because maybe Bischoff just isn't there yet, you know, with in terms of coming up with storylines and knowing what's been going on and being consistent with what they've been trying to build all this time. So and with Triple H, it's like that's 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 his son, you know, like that's <laughs> that's 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 that's, that's, that's Son-in-law, basically, but that's his son. That's it, his is, so, it is. You know, that's so, true, because I just recently watched uh, uh, The Click Rules yeah. on the WWE Network. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen that documentary. Uh, no. If you haven't, you need to see it, man. It basically just give you a behind-the-scenes look of how much juice they had during that era. You mm. know, you know, Triple H, uh, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels yeah, X-Pac, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Nash. When they was the click, they had some juice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically, and from, from you know, from that documentary, they, you know, that confirms what you were saying, too, man. Like, I believe that because, you know, what Vincent Mann was saying, like, you know, I, I respect Triple H. He, he is the leader out of that whole clique. He is the captain. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So, yeah, you got a point right there. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see, man. I mean, more to come. You know, it's it's exciting on one hand that they'd be going to to a, a, a network and potentially going live, at least for some of the shows. I think some of the shows they're talking about maybe be pre-recorded still. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens from a creative standpoint. Um, I'm going to stay positive a little bit, but, you know, to be continued. We'll see what they do. I'm going to stay um, positive, but I'm watching you. I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm watching you. Hey, definitely. Same here. Same here for sure. Um, speaking of taped shows, so I got uh, a mini rant. It's not going to be a huge rant, but a mini rant on spoilers for taped NXT shows. Go ahead, Vit, man. The floor is yours. <sighs> so I like social media. All right. Let me start there. I like social media. Okay. I, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You know, I, I do social media. I'm cool with that now. There's a rule around, you know, if you have if you've seen something that someone else may have not or that is brand new, right? Like movies, like when Endgame came out, you know, you you kind of knew even though you had seen it, you may be excited, you want to talk about it to to not, you know, give up the spoilers, right? Or at least put spoiler alert there so that people know that hey, if you keep reading, you're about to get, you know, spoiled on whatever this was all right? right so i feel like there's a there's a culture we've built within social media that says hey if there's spoilers you know give some grace period at least right for for other people to be able to experience it now this i think is is more egregious than even someone giving a spoiler up for a movie or anything that is out because i have the opportunity to see it at the same time as that person who just wants to release that spoiler right but when it comes to these nxt tapings they're taping these things with the intent to show them 
say maybe four weeks from now, yeah, or or longer Usually a month. Knows. Usually a right. month, about a month, about a month. And so, if a taping happens and something big happens that I can't see, like I have no way to see this, right? I, I can't unless I were were to attend it, be live in attendance. There's no way that I can catch what's happening on on NXT to be able to say, hey, you know, even though people may be excited that they saw it and they're, they're gonna they they want to put this up, I could see it too. Like it doesn't exist for me to be able to see it at the same time as they do. So. Recently, and I'm not going to give up the spoiler. I'm not going to say what it was, but there was a spoiler posted up from an NXT taping. That's pretty major, right? So keep an eye out on NXT the next coming weeks. I don't know when they're going to put it up, but there's a major spoiler that happened. And it just pissed me off to see it pop up in my feed on Facebook to see, oh, look at this that had happened. And I'm just like, are you kidding me like why would you post up this because again you know and this is from a site that i mean i I, from a page that i've been following and getting some news from and i enjoy their content but at the same time there's been a couple times too with nxt tapings that they gave up some other things like you know fandango coming back too was 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 uh posted up in there uh killian dane came coming back and again these are pre-taped so these are happening well before they showed up on on television so now this one was kind of like my last straw. And I was like, you know what? I don't even know if I can follow this this page anymore. So I unfollowed it because I don't want the spoilers anymore. And, you know, that that's really the only solution I have is because now if I can't trust this page to not spoil me on something that I would have loved to have watched live and being able to experience like, you know, fresh for the first time, then I'm just not going to follow that page. So that, you know, to the, the page will re- remain nameless. You know, they, the ones that the ones that are doing this, they know who they are, right? So I'm not gonna. Oh, uh, you don't want to put way. them on blast? No, I'm not you gonna don't do put that. them on blast. I'm okay. not gonna Ooh. do that. I'm not gonna do that. You know, out of respect, because it is what okay. it is. Because the way I feel about it is this: you have every right to to handle your page however you want and release whatever information you want to. Just know that a repercussion may be people just stop following you because they can't trust you to not spoil something like that for them. So if you want to keep people invested that maybe want to watch NXT when it shows up on television because we couldn't be there at the show, you may want to decide to at least put a spoiler warning ahead of time to say, hey, spoiler for and because even even uh, I think WWE.com had a spoiler warning for NXT and for people that want to know you could have clicked on it. I swear it was either on WWE.com or on another wrestling page but that's the way to handle that so it just felt like an an unprofessional way to do that with a page that I I think you know is is trying to to build itself up so anyway that's just my two cents on that I just had to get that out because it really pissed me off and I literally I just said I'm done I'm not following this page anymore I can't do it I've got other pages that I follow that don't talk about that kind of stuff so it's good i don't need this one page that's gonna go spoiling that for me so uh, uh that's it i'm done all right well there's another side there's another side of this coin too so i was spoiled as well but i when we started this podcast all right i knew what i was signing up for meaning maybe potential spoilers all right and i could get spoiled for certain matches if i saw it I had to I had to be willing to adapt for it. And and I have adapted. When I saw the sport, I was like, okay, cool. Can't wait to see the match though. Alright. I'm still gonna be excited to see the match. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be, you know, five star five star match. But, you know, it, it does suck. It's bittersweet, you know? And I get that. But I knew what I was signing up for. When we started this podcast. But what do you mean by that? Because that I, I don't feel like I signed up for that, you know, to get spoiled for shows that I want to see. Like when I watch NXT, I'm not mm-hmm. when I signed up when we started this, I'm thinking, okay, you know, we're talking about wrestling as we see it, you know, we're digging for the news and we're yeah. you know, watching the shows and yep. we're recapping the shows as they happen. So like us when we're talking about raw and smackdown and nxt the shows have already happened so if you tune into the podcast you know we're talking about something that is readily available for anyone to see right now you know and we open up saying we're going to do a recap of the show so we're going to talk about that show so that is fair warning to everybody that hey we're talking about the show 
So for, for us as consumers now, following a page that is saying, hey, we're going to be posting up news on wrestling, like, okay, here's what I, and, and I said this earlier, mm-hmm. that page has every right to post up whatever they want to post up. But my point is, just know that if you do that, you know, and again, I can't, there's no way I could have seen that. Like, let's say, let's say we were just talking about Raw, right? Yep. And I didn't see Raw, and there was a, there was a surprise return that happened this week on, on Raw, you know, just, just alert like it's we're going to talk about when we talk about raw that's one of the things we're going to talk about this week and so i think that's fair game right to say hey this superstar returned at this raw that had just happened so you could have watched it live and seen it live but if you didn't well here's the news because it already just happened it's out there on a wide scale but at a live event that is being taped that's not going to be released for another four weeks to tell me, it's like telling me the end of Endgame before Endgame releases. Like I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, you know what but, I'm saying, but, man. You gotta understand what year we're in. We're in 2019. We're in the age of information, which sucks. You know, everybody gotta be like, oh, I gotta be the first one to put it out there. I gotta, everybody gotta know this. So, like, I get that other side of the coin too. And then what I mean, by, yeah, but but let's go let's go to that example though. Like I okay. just said, with with uh, with a movie like that has not the movie hasn't hit theaters yet, right? Just picture this: you're 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 hyped up. To see a movie, it hasn't hit theaters yet, and then some insider goes and says, "Hey, I know the ending, right?" And not even just spoiler alert, like posts up the ending on their Facebook page. How are you gonna feel about that? I'll be pissed, right? I'll be pissed. Exactly. I'll so be to pissed. that person, and <laughs> and here's the thing, right? And to, to that person that would do something like that, it's like I get it. You feel like you have this information. It's a way to draw attention to your page. You know that. I can understand it from their perspective, but as a consumer, I don't need to like it. And my my reaction is to unfollow your page. So now it's counterproductive. Now the the whole point of you trying to you know release this to get viewers you know or get people to like or subscribe or whatever. Now it actually has the opposite effect because you just piss somebody off because you <laughs> went and showed them something. And and spoiled this thing that could have been exciting, but now it's like I know, so okay, like that sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so anyway, and, and that that that's that's to me where I say I kind of draw the line and say, look, like again, that page can continue to do work as they do. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's like no harm, no foul. It's just I know what I'm in for now in terms of that, in terms of following that page. Like if I had known that, oh, this page is going to be spoiling record, like pre-taped shows on the regular like this even you know huge changes that happen i'm gonna be like man i don't i don't really want to see this because i want to watch nxt but now that i know i unfollowed like that's just what it is so it's just that that that's the game that people will will have will be playing by having their pages show content like that that's that's pre-recorded and i and i have no way to see that when they release it you know, or even prior to them releasing it, I couldn't have seen it. Like they literally are telling me something that I had no way to see, and I will have no way to see until another four weeks. Like, yeah, you it's, know, that, you know Instagram. Just, sometimes they don't even give you a warning; just right there. It's just there. it's, it's other like, ones oh, that man. say, you know, they give you a heads up, like, "Hey, NXT spoiler alert! Click if you want to, you know, if you want to know what happens on the on the Instagram," which is cool. You know, but as other ones, it's just got the flat out picture right there, right in your right face. There, yeah. And then and at the bottom, it says NXT spoiler. Like, man, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that. seriously. Like, they know what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I can't even give them the benefit of that because they, they know what they're doing. They know, like you just said, they're just, they're just being assholes at that point <laughs> because you know that you are releasing something that people are, who are following you, you you're not yeah. giving them any way to avoid it, you know, if they're. You know, wanting to be lo- like not even loyal followers, but you know, we we were. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling through my my yep. Facebook page, and I see this picture, and it's like, damn, like what? Like who? Who did? Like that's a friend of mine, man. I'm cussing him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what did you just do? <laughs> what What the hell's going on? So anyway, that's and and again, hey, do you you know do your business the way you want to? I'm not telling you to change anything about it. You can keep doing that. Just know. People are going to unfollow. And so I can be okay with you continuing to do your own thing because I'm just not going to follow it. And you can be okay continuing to post spoilers because that's what you want to do. And that's cool. And we can just agree on that, you know, from from me as a consumer to them as someone who's putting out that information. That's just how that would go. Yes, sir.
All right. Had to get that out. Had to get that out. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we got a couple of other news items here. Um, AEW, we were talking about them earlier. So news broke out that they sold out their first two TV show dates for Boston and Philly, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're just on a roll, basically, with, with just, like, ticket sales. And, you know, in comparison to WWE, it's been real interesting because WWE had been struggling to fill out, you know, Raw and SmackDowns. Now, it has gotten better. We haven't really heard reports of, like, Raw struggling like it did before or SmackDown struggling like it did before. And it gotten pretty grim at a time there for WWE. But uh, AEW, though, is on fire with, yes. like, just selling out all out and just now these two shows. Um, just the momentum is there. So, I mean, I feel like they need to come out the gates swinging with that first show. I think they like, will. I would not I, think. I know they will. Man. I know like, they what, will because they have you, to. But what do you think they should, like, like? I, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking to myself, okay, what does that mean? Like, you come out the gates swinging. What does that mean? Because by that time, they'll have their their um, NXT champion crowned. Right. Yeah. They'll they'll have. I don't think they'll have the tag team championships figured out. I think they're going to have that. Oh, you say NXT start. champion? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm like, NXT on. is my brain. My, my bad. <laughs> AEW uh, tag right. team. I love NXT. I'm sorry. <laughs> AEW tag team uh, championship tournament. I know is going to be going to be getting going here mm-hmm. pretty soon. Uh, so I don't know if they'll have the AEW tag titles uh, figured out yet. But the AEW champion it should be crowned between um, Jericho and Hang- Hang- Hangman Page. So yep, um, all out. Yes. So I'm thinking, yeah, they, they have to do something with one of, with whoever wins that title. Maybe have a rematch on that show or something. Like I want something just huge to happen on that show. Um, so what? I don't know what what are some ideas for what you think they should do because that, that's kind of where my mind's at. Man, I'm trying to think what I, I don't know, but I don't I, I do know they have to make a statement like, man, we are here to stay. Like I, that, I do know. Like yep. you know, you got to make you got to say this product is different. And you got to say we're here to stay. Uh, hopefully, you know, they'll make, they'll introduce some nice tag teams. And, and you know, bring back tag team wrestling, man. It seems like on the WWE side, I hate to compare, but yeah. on the WWE side, they've just been slowly, slowly just forgetting about the WWE tag teams, which pissed me off, man. That's like one of my, one of my favorite things about wrestling is tag teams man you know back in our day attitude era or just ruthless aggression era when tag teams could have main evented yeah you know when you had the dudley boys you had matt and jeff you had edge and christian Christian. man dude those cats could have main event that's how good tag team wrestling was so i think they they might put a focus on that as well you might see a little blood you never know man because this is a whole different product yeah yeah, man. I mean, you saying that about tag team wrestling, it would be awesome if they crown the AEW tag team champions on that show. That'd be pretty cool. Mm. I think that would be yeah. that'd be a really nice start. It would, you know, just um, the, something like that, you know, just to kind of make that statement and just to make you have to watch because, like you said, they they have a commitment to tag team wrestling right now that WWE doesn't have. And so for them to come out the gates and saying, "Hey, our main event, if not to be the AEW." champion you know defending his title um then to crown the first ever aew tag team champions at that show would be amazing uh for a sold out crowd the the premiere show just just start out with a bang man do something amazing and i want to say too real small correction uh so it is the first three shows that sold out their first their first show is washington dc october 2nd that sold out within a couple of hours Second show with it's in Boston, October 9th, sold out, and then got October 16th in Philly, which is sold out. Which that is crazy because that that holds in a capacity of 10 over 10,000. Yeah, kudos to that man, yeah. like they're they're killing it, you know. Cody and that crew is just just awesome, you know. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they got going on, man. I can't wait for that first show. Tony Khan, shout out to him. Like yeah. he's he's definitely passionate about wrestling. I heard him on a podcast too. Um, who was it? it was Stone Cold's podcast. I I listened to him 
um, talked to Stone Cold about just his passion for wrestling and, you know, what they want to do with AEW and just like, it, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. Just that, that team that they got going on right over there. So yeah, man, AEW, October 2nd, I will be there. I'm sure you will too. So it's going to be fun. It's yes, going to be fun I, to I will be watching. Everybody will be watching. Hopefully everybody definitely, will be watching. Definitely. Yes. I mean, it, now it'll be, it, I guess the interesting thing will be, so that, that October 2nd, I'm sure, I am sure, 100% sure that Vince is going to make sure NXT is ready to go oh, yes. for that same day. Yes. So that card for NXT will be really interesting to see what they try to pull out in order to draw you know people away from um, that AEW premiere. I- I'm going to be real curious to see what, what they start advertising. It's probably that. the only time uh, NXT is going to take a back seat because I got to watch the premiere. Yeah, oh boy. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry. Even though I love the Gold Standard, like I love mm. NXT. That's what but, I'm saying. But I we're talking like we about our, a debut yeah. of of a brand new wrestling product. All right. Yeah. So NXT has to take a back seat. Now next week, that's up in the air. I, I got I got some stuff to figure out then. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. Like I I I think we should we should see. What type of card? Because if I'm Vince, I'm you know, in, in Triple H, you know, and like that whole yeah. group, I am thinking to myself, man, we got to do something crazy. Like we got to do something like something to 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 really make people at least for a second question which show I should watch right now. Like something like around that time, October. I don't know, man. If they had some returns happen, some guys who'd want to the main card go back to 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 NXT for a little bit just to be there for that premiere. If I mean, it'd be crazy if they actually premiered the same day. You know, if they like just had NXT show up on USA on October second, like that being the premiere show for the new NXT, like. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I wouldn't be you surprised if, if if Vince was to do that, so he can pull some of those viewers from AEW. Yes, yes. yes. There, there's uh, for this. him that would be a smart play. Oh yeah, that's that would yeah. be a very smart play if he yep. if he wanted to do that. The premiere, like the premiere of the new NXT, new set, new music, everything. You know, Adam Cole just like with his. Which is like, I mean, if he's still champion at that time, right? Like, just like starring in it. And then, I don't know, some crazy return of like a Finn Balor or something saying, you know, I want to challenge you for the NXT championship. Like, you know, just something where AJ Styles showing up and being yeah. like, yeah. You know, and you, you have the, oh, there's just so many things that could happen. OC and, and the, oh, the Undisputed Era face-to-face or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he's going to try something. Something crazy that's going to make me say, Damn. Like this dude, he actually has me thinking about watching NXT over AEW, at least for <laughs> tonight. I don't know. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I can't I can't wait to see what they do. Now, how are you going to watch? Are you going to watch AEW first when it first debuts, or it's, it's going to be recorded so you can watch NXT? Look, bo- both shows are going to be watched. There's, there's no doubt about it. The question is, which one am I going to watch live, right? And That's so, right. It, it, of course, like you said, this is a brand new show. So my my gut right now is saying, yeah, I mean, AEW, you know, like it makes sense. To, to, we don't know what they're going to be like. So I'm more curious about that. And I know that NXT is the gold standard. So I, it's like I'm not worried about, you know, what their show is going to be like or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if that card, if there's something amazing that they put out there and say, yeah, this is going to happen. Like, I don't know. I might like back in the day, I used to flip <laughs> channels between like WCW, like Same Nitro here, man. and Raw. Same here. Like you know, uh, Raw's on commercial on the TNT. Yeah, hold on, let me see on? what's going on. <laughs> so it, it, might, it, it literally is cheating to say this, but it might be that where I'm just like flipping back and forth between the yeah. two channels, which man, be, that's old school. I might do right. that too. Yeah. Same here. Like all right, TNT on commercial. Let's see what's going cool. on. Let me go ahead and see like back happened. and forth. Yep. Like, man, Man, I'm like, man, this feels like back in the day now. Oh, it's my child, the Wednesday night wars, man. Here we Wednesday go. Wednesday night wars. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, I I cannot wait for this. Yes. This, this is going to be exciting. This is going to be exciting. If you're a wrestling fan, this is definitely going to be exciting. Yes, yes. We, so we'll cap that topic here. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is a couple of contract situations here. So uh, one of them positive, one of them not so much. So um, the positive one, Roman Reigns re-signed uh, for a multi-year deal. It's supposed to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, contracts for one of their current uh, like superstars that are sticking around, like active roster superstars. I don't think they're counting Brock Lesnar when they say that. 
because uh, I'm sure Brock is, is still going to be the, the highest paid guy in the company. But no official details were released on the contract, but it's a multi-year deal. Uh, Roman's going to be sticking around for a while. Uh, so we're, we're happy about that. Really not much to say about that, just to let people know that that happened. But on the other side, uh, Dolph Ziggler. So this is kind of a messy situation, basically. Um, basically, the way I've heard it is this, that Dolph Ziggler and Vince McMahon had kind of an arrangement or a deal around him being able to be released from his contract. And so after his matchup with, with uh, Goldberg, I think that was supposed to be it. Like It was supposed to be done. And then, apparently, Vince McMahon said, well, when it came time to actually give Ziggler his release, uh, Vince said, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it. We had an agreement, but I'm not going to do it. As a matter of fact, I'd rather pay you to stay home than to have you, you know, than to release you and, you know, ultimately let you go wherever to AEW, potentially, or wherever you may go. Um, so, yeah, this is this is just... I don't know, man. This is sad. This is sad that this is uh, happening and that Vince is that petty with Dolph. Um, I feel like it, what's also crazy, too, is that Dolph has actually been doing some of his best work recently. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I was getting more excited about Dolph now than I have been in a long time. Um, to hear that they even had this apparent handshake agreement for his release, you know, was like, oh, man, really? Like, that was, that was going to be the plan? And then... So that sucks, but then also too from from Vince to to see to learn that Vince you know was uh, backing out on this agreement and you know backstabbing Dolph essentially you know for you know you, you tell a guy to his face hey yeah you know we're gonna do this for you and then after he goes ahead and gets buried by Goldberg then you go back on what you said you were gonna do like that's just just petty beyond petty you know what I'm saying yeah. I mean, now it's it's it. It's consistent with what Vince has been doing uh, with a couple other superstars. You know, Luke Harper wanted his release. They said no, they weren't going to do it. Uh, seemed like Sasha Banks wanted her release, and they said no, they weren't going to do it. You know, so there's other situations where, you know, people, we've seen that before, where they, they just won't let them out of these contracts. Um, I just think it, it's just, it's not a, it's, it's makes the WWE look like they are truly scared of the competition when they do this. Like, what do you have to be afraid of? AEW themselves have come out and said, look, we're not, we don't see them as competition. We're the alternative. Yeah. So they are just an alternative to what WWE does. What WWE does, no one else is going to do. Like, they are just, they're all over the world. They are wrestling nonstop. You know, the amount of shows they did, to Seth Rollins' credit, what he said it, the amount of shows that they do, no one else can do that. You show me one company that puts on as many shows as we do and all the things that we do, and, and you know, you can't. You can't find that company. Mm-hmm. And AEW's not going to be that company. No, they're but, not. Right. So to say that you're afraid of, you know, since Dean Ambrose or, you know, a.k.a. John Moxley left the company and went to AEW, and then you're afraid of that happening again, it's like, but what is really happening there? It's just a, it's another place for them to go and earn money and to be promoted as superstars versus staying here and not being superstars. Like, just let them go off and be stars. It's totally fine. And WWE won't be the worst for it. I mean, even in your time slot on Monday Night Raw, on and on Friday Night SmackDown, what it'll be when it goes to Fox, AEW is not competing with those slots. They chose Wednesday. It's you that's choosing to put NXT on AEW to kind of block them because whatever, you're afraid that they're going to grow too big. But they're they are making the steps that AEW is taking short of you know Cody Rhodes creating the throne and smashing the throne and saying yeah you know like sending that message to the WWE. Um, it's really just about them making a name for themselves. But with WWE, it seems like they're just afraid of of AEW. So I don't know. What do you what do you make of this this whole situation? With WWE, with me, it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, all right, why are you worried about them? If, if they're well, they are they are a smaller company. Why are you worried about them? Just keep doing what you're doing, and and don't give in to the fear. If you get in, if you're giving in to the fear, this lets me this lets me go. You guys are just worried that they're going to take over your product. Yep. You know, and, and basically you're showing you're showing your hand now. You're, you're definitely showing your hand like like you you like Vince McMahon went, you know, backtracked on his handshake deal with, with Dolph. And I guess Dolph is not going to be able to venture off and see what other promotions wanted him, which probably just about every single promotion, you know, just because this dude is legit. He's good in the ring, could sell. 
He can make any wrestler look like a superstar. Just ask Goldberg. You know yep. what I'm saying? The way he he looked, the way he made that spear look legit. So with that man, I, I, it just it, it really doesn't sit right with me. Like like AEW, they saying you know we got they basically saying we have nothing to lose. Yep. You know we are a different product. We like these guys are the best. Yes, we know that. They're not even saying like oh we're number one. We're gonna beat them. Like maybe we're gonna let them do their own thing. We got our alternative thing. That's what we're gonna uh, succeed at. And that's the right, and that's the type of attitude they need to have. WWE can actually, you know, copy that same attitude. Like we're going to stick to our guns and keep doing what we we are continuing to do because that's a, that's a, the type of success we we got from that. So it, I don't know, man. It just doesn't sit right with me at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's ugly. It's a it's ugly. It's a mess. And uh, you know, I just feel like. If you're not going to use – because the, part of the reason why I'm sure Dolph is like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go, is, is look at what how they've used him yeah. since he's been there. You know, they really haven't maximized his potential. You know, even towards the end here with this whole thing with Goldberg, we were both saying the storyline seemed to be made, like right there for them for Shawn Michaels. Yeah. For him to Even that back. promo video they showed, it was like, exactly. man, you guys, are, you guys just don't know. Right. And so to not give him that match, to have him give him Goldberg's where he gets buried, and he still does his job and he does the best he can, and, yep. you know, puts over Goldberg, and and it was it was great on his part to 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 do. I mean, it's the Dolph thing, right? Like he yep. sells well, you know, he makes other guys look great. It's the thing, but then when does he get his? So you know, and then the times that he did get his, he got injured, he had the concussion with Alberto Del Rio, uh, which sucked. You know, short shortened his title reign. Um, yeah, and, those are yes, major setbacks. For for his momentum, man, because that's yeah. when he was like on top of the world. When he came and cashed in, had the belt, I was jumping up and down. Everybody, he got a huge pop. I'm like, oh man, this is great. He finally got his comeuppance. I'm like, man, this is this is what I wanted for Dolph. And now it's like it, it got a setback because all the concussions. And he come back and he's back on that back on that incline again, and then right back down, man. It's it's like here we go again. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully, uh, I, I guess what I would want to see in this situation is that maybe they they sit down, talk about this, and either release him or give him some kind of reassurance that you know he's gonna get some kind of push or something. But I feel like we're we're he's he's he wants out. You know, he's just done with it. And you know, but I feel like we've also heard that before. That Dolph's contract was almost up, or it was up, and he was getting ready to go, and then he resigned. You know, and so yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard a lot of that. Like it was up, yeah. he he resigned, he got a huge deal, all that, right. man. Right. So now I'm just like, all right, if if because uh, you know he's still under contract and he's talking about wanting his release, you know, they should just go ahead and give him what he wants or use him. You know, like one of those two. It can't be this in the middle, like pay you to stay home or whatever. Like if he doesn't want to wrestle anymore, and even if you did have something for him, he's not happy and doesn't want to wrestle anymore, then release him. Yep. Release him. It's fine. You know, like just just let him go and let him do his thing. And, you know, if he goes to AEW and has some great matches with people over there in AEW, which I'm sure he could. I mean, him versus Kenny Omega would be a fun match to watch. Oh, like I'd totally be all about that. Um, you know, and some of the other matchups, he even with John Moxley, you know, like the two guys from WWE going against each other, like that'd be amazing. Um, you know, there's so much potential there. So let that would be fun as, as wrestling. And he even Vince said, you know, competition is good. You know, so to put to let him go to your competition and have AEW, you know, improve and have more talent, that only helps both of you because now more people are talking about wrestling. More people are talking about the Wednesday Night Wars and how, you know, which show am I going to watch like we are right now here on this podcast, NXT or AEW, you know. So it's just it's 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 stupid to to look at this and say, hey, we're we're going to have this guy sit out and and lose more time that he has on his career basically like he's going it's going to be more wasted time for him he's only getting older like just just stop being jerks about it basically is what i'm saying and let him let him be be able to go to wherever he wants to go and then you that's one more spot freed up for somebody else who maybe feels like they're yeah. being underutilized you know you could put buddy murphy in his spot now where Dolph Ziggler will be gone so yeah, exactly. yeah it's just it just, just, it just silly to to not let him out. And just, just let him do his thing. Cause let's be real, man. Their roster is so huge that they can afford to actually release a few yes. people on 
on, on the they, product. They should exactly right, they man. Because it, it, it is no reason why you know, like man, what was his name? Luke Harper. Yeah, he, he's not Come hurt. On. Yeah, no. Release him. He actually asked for a release. So what are you doing yeah. with him then? What What do you have planned for him? Nothing. I don't know, man. Yeah, and he's so talented too, he man. Is. That's another one that just pisses yeah, me he off. Is. Like Luke Harper, he has good promo skills too. He's 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 great all around, man. Like this man can do anything. A man his size should not be able to run around and be as athletic as he is. You know, like he had. I think part of it. One thing I had heard is maybe with something with his look, like you know, th- just the the disheveled, like bearded look or whatever at his height or whatever. That it's just not a a thing that Vince likes. I don't know. But then you have Daniel Bryan and you have Eric Rowan who have yeah. like the whole beard thing and Braun Strowman. Like all of those guys are doing exactly. stuff. Even but but he can't get any TV time and he's arguably not even arguably in my opinion there's no there's no argument him versus Rowan I'm taking Luke Harper oh, because yes. Luke Harper is way more talented than, than Rowan all the way every time yeah so you know it's it's just silly to me that that he's not you know doing anything and and Eric, it's funny cuz they were they were the the uh, in a tag team champion champ, they were a tag team they were champions and um, Eric Rowan is the one that got hurt. That's right. And so Luke Harper was on the shelf. Yep. And then when Eric Rowan got healthy, Eric Rowan got back on TV and Luke Harper is still sitting there on the shelf. Like, how does that happen? You know, like, I'm out because you, you know, this guy gets hurt and then he's healthy and I'm sitting here waiting for something to happen. And then you bring him back and then you put him with Daniel Bryan, you know, and I'm still here just doing nothing. Nothing. Okay, just release waiting. me. Yeah. Yeah. If you got nothing for me, release me. I'll go to AEW, man. I know they can use my talents. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Or Ring of Honor, New Japan, something, Evolve. Yeah. It doesn't matter, man. He just, he, he wants to do something. Oh, man. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, they, they just start start letting some of these people go, man. Let them go because then for as wrestling fans, you know, we get to see all of these guys if they spread out and they go to AEW or they go to Ring of Honor or they go to Japan. Like, it just gives us an opportunity to see them because, you know, you're not using them. We don't get to see them. Who's winning here? You know, yep. no one. No one's winning. They're not happy. You're not doing anything with them. We don't get to see our favorite stars that aren't getting to do anything. It's just It just sucks. It just sucks. So, all right, we'll cap it at that. Um, yeah, let's cap this uh, news and notes section off. Uh, we're going to be getting into Raw and SmackDown recaps as well as previewing King of the Ring. Uh, but we're actually going to cap this recording. So, you know, that'll do it for the news and note, notes portion of the podcast. So, for Devin, this is a feast. We will catch you in the next part where we talk about the main shows. We'll see you next time. Peace. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.